episode 102, The Grill Masters, Raiding the Kingdom. This is our week 13 review, going on to week 14 preview for your premier Raiders and Chiefs rivalry podcast. Coach, how are you this evening, this fine Monday evening? <clears throat> this fine Monday evening. You are doing a little bit better than me. You guys got a great win. Uh, three in a row, dude. Three in a I'm row. You know, and I, I do want to say that I feel like this winning streak is solely on me and my predictions. I'm just putting it, it out is. there. You know, some other Raider fans might not believe that, but Coach is helping you all out. Uh, tough loss yesterday, but I can't come in here and be like overly butthurt about it. The only thing I'm overly butthurt about not overly butthurt, slightly butthurt, is that we've actually lost to the Bengals. Just a little bit of butthurt. A little bit of butthurt is that we've lost to the Bengals, you know, three times in the 2022 calendar year, which is kind of crazy. And, mm. um, you know, but it's been by a total of nine points, three points each game. So, you know, in a couple 27-24 games. We'll get into that later. I'm doing all right. I'm not thinking of jumping out of the top floor of my house or anything like that because it's no, that's good. Yeah, it's a single level. It's a single level with the- a nice basement. So I wouldn't I wouldn't fall very far. So it would just be me jumping out the window like an idiot. So, but still, um, can't can't take any risks. Can't take any risks. No. All right. So let's we'll get into the the winning breakdown for the first time in a, well first time that as you said the Raiders have had a W. Um, and it's refreshing for me, so uh, we'll just get right into it. That's from Z. I decided to give him a little double play there. Uh, he writes all the Raider Nation Anthem videos. I'm sure you've seen them. They're oh, fantastic. I have I have his whole playlist on my iPod. Good, you should. So that's a, uh, that's a uh, iPod new. <laughs> so, uh, that's a little clip from uh, one of his videos from last year, obviously. So uh, Raiders 27, Chargers 20. I did not have faith about this one. I do think that Justin Herbert is within that top five range as far as QBs go. And I wouldn't even say he had a bad game. Uh, You know, he was without Mike Williams. Keenan Allen was running his mouth all week talking about the Raiders being barbecue chicken or he was going to play chicken with secondary, whatever. Our secondary is not that great. But uh, to talk, as we've seen, to talk trash and then lose, it's just not a good look. It doesn't work out if, uh, if you're, I mean, he's pretty confident, but they, they didn't beat him by a ton last uh, well, our meeting in week one. But this is one of the few games where I can honestly say that the team played complimentary football that, that I've been waiting for to see the offensive de- defense both showing clear, continuous effort. And even though the game started with a Derek Carr pick six, which there was definitely some uh, DPI in that one, but regardless, things happened and they happened. Um, I thought, oh, here we go. It's done. Uh, and then they scored no points in the first quarter. Um, and then as we progress, the offense get, gets in a rhythm. The defense is putting tremendous pressure on Justin Herbert. Uh, Chandler Jones had his game that we've been waiting for. Uh, I hope that it wasn't all spent on this game. I hope he can can break some out uh, piece by piece as the season continues and we get towards the end because now we really are fighting for a playoff spot, which I was talking about drafting a QB uh, about – three weeks ago and now they've gone on a three game win streak with the the Rams in sight. So uh, just, just to, to give a little summary there. So Derek Carr was 16 for 30, not outstanding. Like I said, the pick six, he's threw for two touchdowns, 250 yards. Both those touchdowns came to Devonte Adams who finished the night with 177 yards. As I said, two TDs, eight receptions on 12 targets. He's now moved past Calvin Megatron Johnson for uh, fifth most touchdowns for a receiver in their first nine seasons. And I get it, you know, uh, oh, well, they have extra games now because the way the schedule's changed. Devontae has also missed games for injury, illnesses, things of that nature. No one plays uh, full full season anymore, it seems. So 
it's an achievement nonetheless. People can suck it. And then it kind of outshined him, and I guess it, it's not compared to what he had last week, but Josh Jacobs had 144 yards and 26 carries, that magic 2-0, uh, and a touchdown. He did have one fumble, which is uncharacteristic of him. It was punched out. But he averaged 5.5 uh, yards a carry, which was excellent. In comparison, the Chargers averaged uh, 3.3 yards per rush. Um, they really could get nothing going on the way that our defense was playing. They shut shut the run down. Uh, Eckler, I believe, had around 70 yards, nothing outstanding. Um, as far as pressure goes, the Raiders had five sacks and 14 QB hits, three sacks from Chandler Jones, two tackles for loss, five QB hits at a pass defended. He hasn't been that productive in the first 12 games or 11 games of the season. Um, and then Jerry Tillery, the D tackle we got from the Chargers, coming through two QB hits, putting some real pressure. Justin Herbert has a tremendous arm. He's extremely accurate. Uh, they, they almost won this by 14 points. I was relaxing towards the, well, semi-relaxing. Um, and then there was a fourth and 10, and he threw a bomb 35-yard touchdown to uh, Keenan Allen, of all people. Um, so it did get close, but a seven-point seven win is, is great, especially since most of these have been coming to overtime, and I've been having heart attacks every week. But uh, you just can never give Justin Herbert any time. If you let him run outside the pocket and give him just a second to kind of, you know, organize himself and uh, he'll he'll make really any throw on the field. The, the kid is he's a gunslinger for sure. And I think that word gets tossed around too often, but he really is one. And uh, but the, the pressure was throwing him off balance. He was having to get the ball out quicker than he wanted to. And you could see it with the, you know, the incompletions. He ended the night 28 for 47, 335 yards, a touchdown. He fumbled twice. Uh, rough for him and uh, oh there's my uh, running stat the Chargers had 22 carries total for 72 yards that's nothing um, and then kind of the the surprise hero of this game which we haven't really talked about is the um, the offensive line which the Raiders off was makeshift and they were switching up you know right guard right tackle uh, left guard it, it was all kind of discombobulated for the first couple weeks um, and the first time they played uh, Carr was sacked six times and he was hit nine. This time he was sacked zero times and he had two QB and he was hit twice, two QB hits. Um, so not to say that Mac was made ineffective by Colton Miller and that left side, but Joey Bosa also was not there. So that I think is probably one of the missing ingredients is Kalou Mac had to do it himself and the rest of that off or D line couldn't get it done. But yeah. And let's not forget guys <clears throat> without their, all pro center and they're all pro left tackle too. So right. Which is the obvious success of Chandler Jones Mm -hmm. was, was from playing against, you know, and it was in general, it's a subpar offensive line. And they were way better. The first, um, the first go around the, uh, or the first time we, we met up with them. So I think the Raiders definitely did improve since that first meeting, uh, having Nate Hobbs back in the, the secondary was definitely helpful. He had one of the fumble recoveries, and we're slowly getting guys back together, which I'll talk about more when we do a Rams uh, breakdown for Thursday Night Football. But I was just thrilled with the win. Very complimentary. Beside to come to start the game with a pick six and end up winning by seven points is outstanding. So that just should, kind of shows the grit of the team. And I will never backtrack on what I said earlier when we were losing. Um, I'm still not sold that the roster we have now is the one we need in 2023. But if there's a chance at playoffs, I'm all in on it. Um, things are working. Uh, Devontae Adams on this team is a blessing that I didn't think I would see in my lifetime with this team. Uh, so I'm all here for it, and I'm pretty happy about it. Coach, is there anything else you want to say before we went into the Chiefs breakdown? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good win, man. Uh, I was watching the game via the red zone, which is really like, as far as like a man goes, like not just a man, anybody who loves football. 
it's a godsend, dude. Red Zone is the it absolute. Is. It's the best, dude. It's the best. Yeah. It's uh, it's like all your dreams come true. But yeah, no, it was a great win for you guys. You guys keep on rolling. Uh, I know we were on here, you know, a mere month ago, saying, you know, who's going to take over for Josh McDaniels? Is he going to make it through the year? Who are you going to draft? C.J. Stroud, uh, Bryce Young. So. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you sometimes got to be patient and uh, you guys have been closing a lot of games and you're just winning them now. So props on that and good win. And I, and I really, Thanks, and I hundred percent think that it's going to be dangerous next year. Cause I think Sean Payton's going to be the coach of the chargers. I really believe that. So oh my God, I think he is too. Off, right. They did a uh, Brandon Staley on their first drive. He did a fake punt, uh, not even on a pass on a run play and it worked. I was like, "Damn, this dude just cannot help himself," and it worked. Um, yeah, but then, but then there we got a towards the end of the game, we got a nice turnover on downs, and that's what sealed the game. So yeah, it'll be interesting with Staley if they're going to take all these injuries into consideration. But if Sean Payton's out there, you got to go get Sean Payton. That's bottom line. Yeah, I think that if the, we'll get a topic for another day, but I think if the Cowboys don't make it past like the first round of playoffs, Big Mike will be out, and Sean Payton will be the Cowboys chief. Yeah. I mean, we we got season. Go we got we got a way, we oh, got a ways yeah. to ways to go to that. Yeah, well, you just pick my interest, man. You bring up these good scenarios, I know. and I, I know, man. It, you know? It, that's why like, I heard Dan Orlovsky saying he doesn't think he thinks that Odell going to the Cowboys would be a detriment. So, like, that's something I want to talk about, but not today. Not today. We got today. we got we'll so much content, day. man. That's why we go all year. You have a new sponsor. To introduce uh, we for do us. have a new sponsor. This is actually a personal friend of mine, and he is in the car business. So, if you're looking for a car. Hire my boy Ethan Dillon. He uh, works at Auto Nation in St. Peter's, Missouri. St. Peter's, Missouri. Excuse me, at 540 North Service Road. Um, you need a truck? You need a car? You need a hybrid? You need a Tesla? You need whatever? Uh, he's got them there. He's, he's got uh, thousands of uh, vehicles in inventory, pretty much anywhere in the country. If you want to buy something from out of state, he can hook you up there. He's gonna hook you up with a nice little gas car too for. Uh, we're hitting him up and talking to him, and his number is 636-685-7669. Ethan Dillon, give him a call. Raiding the Kingdom, say RTK. I don't know what you're talking about, and I'll hook you up. Exactly. So there you go. Support Dillon. Support us. Get yourself a vehicle. You know, some get, low get, mileage. Get, get, get some Safe low mileage, a truck. Look cool. Pick up women. Do what you got to do. Pick up dudes. <laughs> I don't care. But holler at my boy, Ethan. Pick someone Pick up. Pick someone up. Pick up your kid. Pick up a dog. Pick up a cat. Give Travis Kelsey a ride. Give Travis Kelsey a ride. Be his Uber driver. It doesn't matter. Hit him up, yeah, Ethan yeah. Dillon. Uh, again, 636-685-7669, Auto Nation USA. Beautiful. And with that, we'll go into uh, your Chiefs breakdown of the Bengals game. Who <laughs> day? Who day? Who day say go beat the Bengals? Oh! <laughs> okay, I just want to say that I don't know when what he's going to use for these clips, these intros. I would not have approved that, but again, I the Bengals played a great game. Eric is giving me a death. I'm not giving him right a death stare. I'm not giving him a. It's it's all. We, you looked horrified. We, you looked. Horrified. It was like I should have known this was coming. Um. Yeah. You know, it is like I said before. We've lost to the Bengals three times in 2022. It seems like Joe Burrow and that team is the one bit of kryptonite to Patrick Mahomes and these and these Chiefs teams. Uh, but again, in all these games, it's it's really come down to essentially a play or two. There hasn't been games where that I've observed that one team's just been, obviously we haven't been overly dominant because we've lost, but that the Bengals have been overly dominant in any of the games. Uh, you know, d- this week, you know, it was, believe it or not, a Travis Kelsey fumble uh, that I don't want to necessarily say lost us the game, but it sure as heck didn't help. Um, mm. you know, the Harrison Butker field goal, uh, 
I've been trying to go back and forth on this all day. I've been had a lot of time to think. Um, I was like, you know, it was about I think it's about a 55 yard field goal. He's hit that before. That would have tied the game. Um, that would no, that wouldn't have tied the game. That would have uh, what that done? That would have given us was it extra point or was it a field it was goal? A field goal. Uh, so that would have we were up 24. 20. So I think that would have actually given us a lead. No, that would have not given us. That would have given us, it would have been, if they scored, it would have tied. Right. Um, so just, you know, and then it's like, it's like fourth and three, you know, do you just let Pat try and seal it? It's tough. Um, but, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where, um, we just, we just didn't get it done. The, the, the Bengals are stacked, man. Joe Burrow, I think like missed five passes. Um, had a great game, rushing touchdown, two, two passing touchdowns. Jamar Chase made a bunch of great plays. T. Higgins made that play, that dagger at the end of the end of the fourth quarter when like Mike Dana like just it seemed to like stop just like mid mid play and not make full contact on Joe Burrow. I don't know if he got I don't know what happened. There's a flux in the you know. I think they're getting a lot of these guys' heads with the rough in the passer yeah. penalties, and no one wants to get an ejected for you know a yeah. personal yeah, foul it was like, or whatever. It was a it was a mess up in the matrix. But um, whoever was controlling Mike Dan on his PlayStation had died. Battery died. <laughs> um, but you know, like there's there's things that you know in any game that you lose, right? You got You got to you got to learn from it. So um, I think like, hey, like our secondary, our young secondary, like Joshua Williams, McDuffie, like all these guys, like, hey, this is what you guys got to deal with in the playoffs, right? Like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd, Hayden Hurst. You know, I know Justin Reed was talking that crap before. Um, They all kind of got, you know, that you talk shit, get hit type deal. And and they got and they kind of got hit in the mouth. And but it's a good wake up call because they need to be better. You know, these next five weeks are relatively easy games, especially the last game of the season. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where, um, you gotta be better. You know, I think you still need to just, I think you just need to give Pacheco the rock more because he's, he's, he, he continually gets better week by week. Um, so I'd appreciate it. They give him the ball more. Um, you know, I think when we have Hardman back and we have Tony actually healthy, that's going to help. Um, you know, uh, they're, you know, the offensive line is actually playing pretty good without Joe Tooney in there in the last two weeks. So, uh, again, this is a learning experience for them. You know, we, these next five weeks, like I said, are relatively easy on paper. You know, the bills have a very tough schedule, so hopefully we can win these next five bills, lose one. We get that, uh, number one seed, but a lot of football left to play. We just got to be better. Um, but again, I'm not like overly upset with the, uh, with the way the team played, you know, a lot of chiefs Twitter is like, it's like, it's like the walls are falling in and everything's done. The Bengals have kicked their ass three times in a row. We got to go into the playoffs and know that we're going to have to beat Buffalo. We're going to have to beat Cincinnati to get to the Super Bowl. That's our one goal. What happened in the regular season doesn't necessarily matter. It's what happens in the playoffs, what what happens in January. And that's what we got to look forward to. So, um, again, I'm not overly upset. We beat. We got beat. We got beat by a better team yesterday. Bottom line. And they have the they have the tiebreaker, but you guys are still nine and three. Or eight and yeah. Four. So, so you're second in the AFC. They're third. One hundred percent. Um. Damn it. So that means you guys might actually have to play us like full strength in week eighteen. Possibly. Well, probably might be. Yeah. Possibly. Damn. If it still depends on the seating. Uh, so my only takeaways from that, um, you know, Mahomes had a rushing touchdown, passing touchdown, two hundred twenty three yards. Pacheco runs so angry, um, 66 yards. He had a 4.7-yard average. 
And, um, you know, he had his one touchdown and he just looked extremely, uh, very elusive. I don't know if he has like the same, like, uh, lateral quickness as, um, as like Josh Jacobs per se, when you watch him, but, uh, he, on his touchdown run, he, I don't even know how many tackles he broke or slipped out of, slipped out of the, uh, you know, linebackers reach. It was, it was impressive. The, the thing with Pacheco that's, that's, that just is ingrained in my head is just the value you got on him. So it's like, you know, if Pacheco does seventh seventh round round pick, so it's like he has a bad game or this, that happens. He makes a stupid play. It's like, dude, the seventh round pick, the amount of value we got out of him. um, It's going to, you know, we have him on a contract for what, like four years. That's, that's value in and of itself. So the writing's on the wall for Clyde, but again, we have a bunch of off season stuff. I'm not going to get on that. Got more stuff to talk about, but uh, tempting to, yeah, we'll, we got a a game against the donkeys this week. We'll get everything straight. They will. I think the the coverage, it might have been a little softer than anticipated. Like I said, I saw uh, Tyler Boyd just popped up on the left sideline. Open as can be. They're clearly scheming him open with you guys focusing on Chase and Higgins. Um, and Chase was 7 for 8, 92 yards. You know, him and uh, Burrow with their connection. Like we said, Burrow had like four, um, four incompletions or something like that. Burrow was sacked one time in one QB hit. Uh, Mahomes was sacked twice with eight QB hits. The lack of pressure that you guys were getting on him was noticeable. And while he was uh, able to complete, like we said, like 80% of his passes or whatever the statistic would be, um, he was getting it out extremely quickly. It wasn't like he was dancing around there, bobbling, waiting for a receiver to go. He was still getting the ball out, which I think he's kind of trained on for the beginning of the season. So Burrow looked really good. It's kind of glass season. like. So anyways, so uh, Burrow extremely effective. And, you know, they like they said, they're kind of hitting their uh, – second half stride now so we'll we'll see what they're made of down the stretch and hopefully if you guys meet up with them again it's that o-line is like turned from like oh man they spent all this money to get them make them better and they were really kind of sucking in the beginning of the year and now they're just like firing all set i mean they were just making our d-line look like junk um carloft has got a sack so props to carloft this and nick bolton got another 16 tackles um but uh oh but nick bolton sucks yeah i, I don't get the slander yeah oh my god all right here, but we'll move on. Get on that. all right so now we're going to get into we're going to give you guys a little longer pre- preview for each of our teams and our predictions will kind of be shortened down just to give you a little more bona fide chiefs and raiders content so let's get into our previews for week 14 all right raiders and rams are meeting on thursday night football so it's fitting that we start with that because that'll be the first game of the week so the raiders play in three days uh, I'm nervous about it. Of course, there's an event in my son's school, which I think gets out right before kickoff. So uh, that'll be great. So Raiders are five and seven going in this game. Rams are three and nine. The Rams just barely lost to the Seahawks with John Wolford starting at QB because Matt Stafford is on IR. Uh, Aaron Donald is injured. Cooper Cup is out. Tutu Atwell is kind of their main receiver right now. But they still, you know, they they just barely lost to the Seahawks, who the Raiders really had to, to fight hard against. The Rams' offensive line is terrible. I would say that the Raiders' defensive line is better than the, the Seahawks, and hopefully that we'll see, you know, that put to the test Thursday night. Sean McVay is excellent. I will never count him out. Uh, probably the main matchup I'm ready to see for this one is kind of the one that we we always counted on with the Rams and the Packers was Jalen Ramsey and Devontae Adams. In the past, the way this has worked out is that Devontae uh, kind of moves around. They'll line him up, you know, the X receiver, they'll put him in the slot. Um, they'll put him in motion, one, to see if he's in man, and then two, if Ramsey is assigned to one side or dedicated to, you know, to one portion of the field if they're in 
cover four, cover three quarters, whatever. Um, he's not going to be able to bounce around unless that's part of their game plan. So he will not always be trailing Adams, which, you know, will obviously help us out. And in the past, Adams seems to be the uh, lucky one. Even if he doesn't go crazy on the yardage, he always seems to score uh, against the Rams. Like I said, with Aaron Donald out, that should open up a couple holes for Josh Jacobs. Assuming he's healthy, that's the issue of the Thursday night game. They have Cam Akers since they released Daryl Henderson. We'll be looking at him. Tutu Atwell, I'm not super nervous about. Uh, and then Bobby Wagner was making plays the other day, so that's somebody to watch out for. In general, I would be very disappointed if this ended up in a loss, um, but the Raiders have a habit of having underwhelming backup quarterbacks take them out. I'm still haunted from the 49ers game against Nick Mullins, where we just got absolutely torched, and I took the day off from work to watch that game. So hopefully that does not happen, but uh, even though it's been working for me to not pick the Raiders in my predictions, I'm going to pick them to win uh, like 27 to... 24 coach what's your feelings on it um the rams i mean they really can't do anything right um and i guess you got jake woodford going um i think i think the raiders win by 10 i would go um i'd go 24 14 oh okay Okay. well i I really need you to put the stamp of approval on the raiders winning because that's what seems to yeah i'm gonna go you know what actually i'm gonna go 20 i'm gonna go 24 to 10 um i just don't think the the Rams are just, they're in a shit position. I mean, bottom line is like they don't have their first round pick this year. Um, this is an all-time Super Bowl hangover, by the way. Like, the, yeah, it's the could you remember ever. one this bad? There's never been one this bad, I don't, so I don't remember, no. Jesus. Yeah, this is rough. I'm trying to remember who, uh, from our like early uh, season predictions, who I said was going to win the Super Bowl, because that would be really upsetting if I ended up picking them. I don't think either of us picked the Rams. I would I think hope I, picked, not. I think I was uh, we, Chiefs Packers. Yeah, yeah. man. Chiefs Packers? I think. Uh, you'll get at least half that, right? We'll look at that so. on another day. And now let's give a preview. Uh, Chiefs and Denver. What time is that? That little showdown at? Uh, I believe it's... That's a 4.05 game. 4.05 game, yeah. East, in, East Coast, East sorry. Coast time. So it's in, it's in Denver. Um, put it to you this way. Uh, the Broncos have scored a total of 14 touchdowns this year. Travis Kelsey has 12, um, right? Insane. So the the Broncos have an all-time terrible offense this year, like just terrible. Uh, it is uh, it is I think, epically bad, especially when you get a guy like Russell Wilson in there. Um, and I think their record, like I heard that thing, if they had just averaged, um, it was like 18 points. Yeah, if they averaged like 18 points a game, uh, they'd be like, I think it'd be like 10 and one, you know, not, uh, nine and two. Uh, um, uh, that was, a, that was the last that I heard, but you know, they lost, they lost this week, 10 to nine. Uh, obviously their field goal kickers getting a lot of work in. Um, Russell Wilson is just a, a shell of himself. So all time steal by, uh, John Schneider over there in uh, Seattle trading Russell Wilson and doing it at the right time. Um, but the, uh, the chiefs, this is just, this is an opportunity to bounce back the, one thing I will say 100% about the Broncos is they do have a very good defense. Um, but I think it's going to get to a point like where they're going to be like, why are we busting our ass every week? The offense comes out here and does nothing. So I'd like to see Pat Mahomes going to Denver, uh, continue the – God, we haven't lost to the Broncos since I think Peyton Manning left. So that's been a significant amount of time. I couldn't tell you right off the top of my head how long a winning streak is. But it is significant. Um, so yeah, th- there's no one really on this Broncos team that strikes really any fear into me. You know, Cortland Pat Sertain. 
Uh, as far as on the offense goes, I should say that oh, gotcha, on, gotcha, on the gotcha. Justin Simmons, Pat Sertain, um, they, like said, they got that Sertain got cooked by, and we we're like, oh my god. Uh, but I mean, they have a very good offense. They have a very good defense. Um, offense they do. obviously is terrible. You know, Judy Sutton, you know Murray. I mean, they 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 don't have anybody. Get me started on Jerry Judy. Um, so I'm confident that the Chiefs will be able to go into Denver. Um, I hope they can put up some points. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be. We go twenty-four to we go twenty-four to seven. I think the Broncos will score once. Um, or I know I'll go twenty-four to nine. I think they'll get another couple field goals. I think that this will be a good test for the Chiefs too defensively, kind of get their um, wits back with them. Um, and but I, I a thousand percent believe they will win. And uh, we just got to keep rock and rolling. Just like epically, epically, epically bad offense, great defense. It is. It's it's just nuts how they can be that bad. Like if Russell Wilson's just like a quarter better, like they're you know they might be in playoff contention right now, or you know uh, yeah, but you know battling for the wild card or something like that. But they are just they all the wheels have fallen off. I think everyone's lost faith in each other. Nathan Hackett, um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just not good and let it ride country. So you know Sierra, yeah, you know I don't know why country. I didn't get invited to the, the birthday party. I would have come. You uh, definitely would. I would have come. come. Yeah, a thousand percent. You're a hot mom. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm joking. It's your specialty. Uh, yeah. Um, it is. Uh, so yeah, Chiefs are going to dominate. Yeah. Then and keep keep that streak going of just kicking the Broncos' ass. Yep. I'm going to go 31-17 Chiefs. Uh, I think that their locker room just has to be an all-time mess. I re- who did they play last week? Uh, who the Broncos? The Raiders beat the Broncos. Yeah, the Raiders beat the Broncos. No, they put so they played the Ravens. Whoever they played in week. Who did the Rams play last week? Um, so obviously Sertain got cooked by Devontae Adams, but then there were games the week after and he was getting absolutely cooked. I don't know if it was Justin Jefferson or I don't know who the heck it was, but there was some some very uh, troubling thing. And I could just see the frustration in his face. And then with all the Russell Wilson stuff going on, the only person that's really come to his defense um, has been his coach. So they say like, oh, don't worry, people from the organization are speaking out in support of him. Yeah, it's his head coach, the guy who's like desperately trying to keep his job right now. So uh, that doesn't count. KJ Wright, who's part of the Legion of Boom, did did kind of say some things supporting him. But, you know, Richard Sherman and the group have, and Beast Mode have gone out, out there saying that it's not, a, it's not a great situation and he's not who he's portrayed to be, you know, you know not in a positive way. So I think that that they're just kind of waiting for this this endless beatdown to to be done because no one wants to lose, but you also don't want to be the laughing stock. So I think the Chiefs are going to roll in there, and it's going to be bad. So I'm gonna I think Mahomes needs like a three touchdown game to get back into rhythm. I agree. I agree. Not that he's out of rhythm, but it's just uncharacteristic for him to have less than one passing touchdown. And I think he's had one passing touchdown only the last two weeks. So. Let's just shake that off and, and get back and swing things. That was one thing I wanted to say in our other breakdown. That first long pass he threw to uh, Valdez Scantling was beautiful, beautiful on point. So there was just I like to see him take some deep shots like that that are so controlled. It was you know, and he it was in some tight coverage there too. So that was a nice catch by Marquez. But yeah, so that those are our two two uh, in depth breakdowns. We are hopefully going to return to you guys next week with wins. And then we're going to do some true rapid fire predictions to end the episode. And uh, coach, we already both agreed on Raiders and Rams. Mm-hmm. You've got Buffalo and Jets. Buffalo and Jets. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, I agree. And it's in Buffalo. Browns at Bengals. I'm going to take Bengals. Deshaun Watson looked terrible. Coach? Uh, Bengals. Bengals agreed. You have Texans at Cowboys. Texan Cowboys. Jesus. Yeah, no, you can't even. Yeah, yeah that's going to be bad. Cowboys 100%. 
Uh, I have Vikings at Lions. I'm going Vikings. I'm going to go Lions. Biting kneecaps, Dan Campbell. I'm saying this. My coach of the year prediction might not be out yet. Dan Campbell. They're actually favored. The Lions are favored? They're favored, yep. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. All right, well, there you go. Oh, and by the way, on predictions last week, coach destroyed me and actually had a fantastic night going 12 for 13, possibly 13 for 15, depending on if the Saints win tonight. So throwing that out there, he likely takes the lead in our uh, contest Yeah, so if you're, a betting pe- if you're a betting person, listen to me. Listen to coach. Uh, except for that Lions one. That's questionable. Uh, Eagles at Giants. I'm going to take the Eagles. Extend their win. They're just too much of a complete team. Coach. Yeah, the Eagles look great last week, Eagles. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Steelers. For you. I'm going Steelers as well. Lamar Jackson's not playing. TJ Watt. It's going to be a thing. Jaguars at Titans. I'm going Titans. I mistakenly picked them last week, but I think they're going to right the ship this time. I agree with Titans. Titans. Jaguars look terrible last week, by the way. Chiefs and Broncos, we both agreed on the Chiefs. Panthers at Seahawks. Coach. Seahawks. Done deal, me too. Uh, this one's tough. Bucks at 49ers. I'm going to go Niners, yes. Uh, yeah, that, that was tough for me. But Now here we go. Monday night. Sorry, those were the three 4 o'clock games. Uh, Monday, or Sunday night football, 8-20 game. Dolphins at Chargers in Arrowhead West. <clears throat> Arrowhead West. I am uh, Chargers. I'm going to go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. I, you know what? I, I, yeah. I meant to say Dolphins, but I went with Chargers. I'm going to stick with it. Well, you're going to stick with it. All right. I think it could go either way, but I think it will be a shootout, which should be really entertaining. So that should be a great, mm-hmm. a great game. And then Monday night football, Patriots at Cardinals for you. Patriots at Cardinals. Um... I think Patriots. Dude, I'm also going Patriots. I thought you would be taking Cardinals on that one, but I I just think those the comments that Murray made right before the bye week are just damning, so they're going to... And then the Pat Peterson drama, so that's just going to fester mm-hmm. all week. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with that. Um, and then maybe a quick send it award before we get the heck out of here. Where Have You Been Award is to Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones has entered uh, week 13 with a half sack, and he ended the night with three sacks, two tackles for loss, five QB hits, and a pass defended. So as we said, the left tackle position was being filled by somebody who I do not know, um, but he's been up against a lot of not-so-great left tackles and hasn't produced much of anything besides being a decent uh, run stopper. But this was nice that he finally arrived, gave us a big game. I hope that's not the end of it, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Coach, who's your Senate award? Uh, my Senate award goes to, uh, is well, Better that worked out really well. Award goes to Baker Mayfield and my NFL Comeback Player of the Year award pick. Oh, um, I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, kind of a crazy downfall. Um you know, he missed out on the bag when he turned down that big deal from Cleveland. Um, so, yeah, fumbling $100 million can't be an easy pill to swallow. But, you know, I think he'll jump on with the 49ers. I truly do believe that. Um, I don't know if Baker will ever be necessarily a starting quarterback in the NFL again. Um, but I think he's a good locker room guy, and I think he could be a decent backup. So, yeah, that worked out really well. Award goes to Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's a rough one. I saw they think the Seahawks will take him just because they have the pick right before the Niners. And then maybe ship Drew Locke out to the Niners if they really want someone. But. Well, they—I mean, there's no need to do that. It's—it's it's a waiver thing. It, now it's this point of the season. I don't think it matters. Yeah. Well, they said Drew would just request a release himself, and they wouldn't have to grant it. So I don't really see how that would actually work out. You're right, but interesting philosophy. But anyway, so we're heading into Week 14. I can't believe that the season is winding down this much. I love getting into the playoffs. We both really love the draft and free agency and all that, but. I'm not ready to give up on it yet. You know, we, there's a chance both of our teams make the postseason. At least we know you're going to, short of a late season collapse, which I don't think is happening. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, it, it was another great week of football. There are some decent matchups this week. Not as great. Last week was just chock full of really exciting matchups. This week is is okay. Um, but, you know, I'm going to find out my fate Thursday night. And, uh, you know, maybe I can relax Sunday then. Hopefully in victory. Kind of doubt it, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, Coach, anything else for the people before we bounce out? Besides promo code RTK at SeatGeek for $20 off your first order. Took the word. And your buddies. Took the word. Auto body shop at vehicle. What is it called? What's up? Auto Nation, but, USA, St. Yes. Peter's, Ethan Dillon. There we yeah. go. Uh, so, yeah, appreciate you guys listening. Another fun week. Hopefully, you you know, we tried to talk a little bit more about, you know, previewing the next week, which we hadn't really been doing, which we realized. So, apologies for that. But, you know, keep coming back. Get all your great Raiders and Chief content on Raiding the Kingdom. Raiding the Kingdom. Good night, everyone. Enjoy the Saints and Bucks. I don't think I will, but enjoy it. Enjoy it.